There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. September is World Ozone Month. So it's a great month to get rid of all your aerosol sprays and harsh cleaning products. Join Odyssey. And together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Chris is going to produce the broadcast today. Uh, special thanks to him coming in. Uh, Seth Harp also in here today uh, on a uh, day when obviously weather is going to be a factor. Uh, just some quick programming notes here for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will not have sports scene uh, for the rest of the week. Uh, our source, our resources are being allocated elsewhere. Uh, there will be a tailgate on Friday. Okay. Uh, and obviously, as we go along here, uh, please be safe. Please take every precaution here. And uh, we just hope uh, that this storm will dump a lot of rain and uh, get out of here. In fact, uh, hope to have UF forecaster Megan Borowski up here momentarily uh, to give you the latest on the weather. Uh, if all goes according to Hoyle today, we're going to change some things today. Since this is the last show of the week, Prognostication Friday will be today. Okay, today. You'll be picking Kentucky, Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, Wake Forest, FSU, Oklahoma State, Baylor, A&M, Mississippi State, LSU, Auburn, and NC State Clemson. Okay, those are the games we'll be picking. So if you want to get in on that, you can. If everything goes well again today, uh, Dan Thompson, who covers Eastern Washington, will be with us. Uh, he's a reporter for the Spokesman Review. Larry Weir, uh, who is with Eastern Washington's broadcast, will also be with us today to give you a last look at Eastern Washington when the game takes place here uh, on Sunday. By the way, South Florida moved its game from Tampa to Boca Raton. The Lightning have postponed two preseason games as well in Tampa. Uh, so that's the latest with that. If you, <clears throat> Aaron Judge, still at 60 home runs, the Yankees clinch the American League East, the St. Louis Cardinals clinch the National League Central. So the game's coming down now to a precious few, and the Braves and the Mets are tied for first place. The Braves, by the way, are on track 
to do something no has this never happened before. They're on pace to go through an entire major league season without a sacrifice bunt. Think of that. None. Zero. And there aren't that many games left. Kind of strange. But that's what the situation is. All right. Let's hear from you, I hope, so we can make this two hours go by quickly, and then uh, we can all figure out what to do next as far as the weather is concerned. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. That's what we have going today. And uh, the other interesting thing, no player. Now, maybe it's because of the situation with the storm. But today, Billy Napier will be available uh, via Zoom. But other than that, no Gator players were made available. Don't know what, why. They don't often talk about that. Chris, can you let her in, please? Thank you. Um, okay. Megan's going to join us here. And uh, she is making time for us because she is running around like crazy because they're in wall-to-wall coverage now uh, with this storm. So I'm going to let her sit down, breathe a little bit because uh, she, go, she has to go right to another, another hit. Um, okay, there you go. Turn your mic on, Megan. Okay, We're good to go. thank you for doing this. Oh, no problem. Anytime for you, Steve. Okay, what do you got? Oh boy, we have a major <laughs> hurricane that is about to make landfall near uh, Port Charlotte. Uh, Ian now has winds up to 155 miles an hour. Oof. That's two miles an hour shy of being a Cat Five. An extreme wind warning was just issued for for um, Lee County in South Florida, and that is a very rare alert to be issued. So um, catastrophic flooding. Winds across South Florida. Ooh. Um, this is always hard to do because you never really know the track of a storm. But where is it tracking, and then what effects will it have for us? Right. So it's tracking to the northeast. So it'll, it'll make landfall sometime this afternoon and then move nor- northeast just south of the I-4 corridor. So really that strip along I-4, they're looking at over 12 inches, potentially up to 20 inches, maybe two feet locally. Of rainfall. That's oh the official. That's gosh. the official forecast from the NHC. We'll see if that that fluctuates. Um, but flash flooding inland, and then we've got the storm surge flooding along along the Lee Island coast and uh, along the Tampa Bay coastline. For us here in North Florida, we're already getting those outer bands starting to wrap through those on and off showers. I've been looking at the models for our area. It looks like tonight into tomorrow morning, we could get a couple of tropical storm force wind gusts. So 39 miles an hour or greater. A couple of them are possible. Um, and then we'll we'll get continued rounds of heavy rainfall. Gainesville um, looks like about five inches over the next three days. But if we go farther eastward along the I-95 corridor, um, tropical storm warnings are in effect. Actually, south of Flagler County, a hurricane warning is in effect. So we're mm-hmm. looking at higher gusts right along the first coast and um, more accumulations as far as rainfall as well. So the farther east you are, the worse the situation is going to be based off the latest track from the NHC. What's always fascinated me, Megan, about this is that just a little bit of movement, mm-hmm. one way or the other, yep. 
can have such a big effect. Well, we're seeing that with the with the storm surge forecast. So, you know, officially the forecast track for Ian was a little bit farther north, and so we were looking at the biggest impacts from storm surge over the Tampa Bay area. But that is changing now that it's coming ashore farther south. We're seeing actually water being pulled out of the Tampa Bay area and being pushed ashore in Port Char- Charlotte. And Port Charlotte now looking at uh, 12 to 18 feet of storm surge inundation. It's just it's a catastrophic event unfolding down there. Last thing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, now that the storm, is, storm has changed direction a little bit, mm-hmm. um, when will things clear out here? in your estimation? Very good question. So it looks like, and I can actually pull up the latest high-res model for us here. I've got the wind field plotted right now, and I can tell you, um, <clears throat> as far as winds go, our greatest threat for those uh, tropical storm force winds looks like it'll be late tonight into early tomorrow morning. And then uh, regarding rainfall, let me just pull that up. The particular run that I was looking at, I, I like and I trust that one the most. Um, we'll have on and off showers and, and torrential rain. Biggest threat going to be tonight into early tomorrow morning. We'll still have residual cloud cover throughout the day tomorrow with things generally getting better um, on, on Friday. And we'll be good to go in time for the fo- football game on okay, Sunday. Okay, so clearing out a little bit earlier than we thought. Yeah, yeah. And that's about the only good thing from this situation is right now it looks like it'll lift um, over uh, toward the Atlantic coast late on Thursday into early Friday and then pull up the coast into the weekend. Okay, I know you got to go. So thank you hard for taking it. the Thanks, time. Steve. You got it. Uh, she does great work and they do. They're, they're in the mode now. I mean, the other day when she was here, and now they're in the mode. Uh, so... Uh, UF forecaster Megan Borowski here, uh, and Efren is going to be uh, doing their thing now as we track this storm. And thankfully, I hope what Megan says takes place because that means we're spared uh, a lot of what could be really bad stuff. Always appreciate her and what she does. Um, okay, three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, Bill emails and. Uh, he says, uh, Steve, do you think the storm will have any effect on Florida's play? Um, I, I don't think so. I mean, look, I would imagine with an indoor facility, you know, they can do what they need to do. And somebody also asked yesterday, uh, you know, about preparation for Missouri. Well, trust me, I, I, I would imagine that they're also prepping for Missouri because they'll have one less day to do that. Mark says, Trey Dean, he's now played for one coach who preached the Gator standard, now plays for a coach who continuously preaches the importance of building a culture. In your opinion, are you surprised that his on-the-field antics have not changed under Napier? Are we so thin on defense that Napier has no choice but to play him regardless? Mark, that's a great question. And I guess it really depends on how you uh, define antics, okay? I'm not a big fan of some of the stuff that he does, but does it mean you're not a team player? Does it mean you're not part of the culture? I don't think necessarily that's the case, right? So I do think, though, by what I see, if 
somebody did do something that they felt was derogatory or negative, I have the funny feeling that that person would be yanked. 1214, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis. You've been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the Villages, and in Gainesville. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Everyone deserves to be connected. That's why Cox has high-speed internet to fit any budget. Stream, chat, and connect at an incredible price. You're probably thinking, wait, what? But yeah, it's true. Learn more at cox.com ACP. Non-transferable, one per household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Other restrictions apply. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Florida Army National Guard. Aired by the Florida Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself. Have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, going to be the last show of the week. Come need your help here. I know people are worried about the weather, understand, but uh, let's see if we can talk a little sports today. 392-8255, and uh, you can email srussell at wruf.com. Let's get a couple of emails here. By the way, in case you're just tuning in, uh, we will also have our prognostication Friday today. And there's some actually good games this weekend. It's probably the best slate of games we've had in a while. Kentucky Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, Wake Forest, Florida State, Oklahoma State, Baylor, AM, Mississippi State, LSU, Auburn, Michigan, Iowa, and NC State, Clemson. If you want to do the Gator game, you can too. Uh, but, you know, you, you would certainly think the outcome there would be pretty good. Troy emails. Got a good question here. He says, uh, if Judge doesn't break or tie Maris's record, uh, would that be considered a failure given as many games as he had to break it? Wow. If you hit 60 home runs, that's not a failure. That That's, that's having a season that only a handful of players who ever played the game ever had. Would it be disappointing if he didn't do it? Yes. Yes. But not in a negative way at all. I mean, look, it's hard to do that. And it's hard now because you know, he got walked four times last night. Nobody, pitchers don't want to give up that. But at least he has a few games to try to do it. Dave, welcome. Hey, Steve. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. So, uh, so the game on Sunday is going to be on ESPN Plus, which is actually kind of a premium network. And I'm wondering why they wouldn't put it on uh, ESPNU, which has the flying dog competition. I don't know. Uh, maybe because that's where it was allocated, uh, and they're going to yeah. keep it where it was allocated is my guess. Yeah, probably something like that. But it'd be fun to see our numbers because it's a one-off type game against some of the NFL games. I guess that still would be the case. But plus is a premium. It's just another way for your affiliate to get some more money out of us. Um, the other question I was going to ask you about is I, I sort of feel like we, we put a lot of emphasis on players earning playing time. And we also have to be aware that some players need to earn 
more bench time. And uh, I think Coach Napier will make aware of that. It doesn't have to do anything to do with seniority or anything like that. But I think a couple of guys may be earning some, some time for some other guys to do that. But I, I guess it has to be the guys that are performing the best in practice and what the coaches see. That's always the case. That, that, yeah. that, that never – I don't care – if you're talking Newt, if you're talking Newt Rockney to now, yeah, that's the way it always yeah. is. Now we can quibble, you know. Why do you think, Coach, that player X is better than player Y? I think player Y is better. That's that's fine, but I mean, think about it. Yeah. They how else is that determined? I mean, sure, it, it, I agree. I agree completely. That's the only way that I've ever thought it could be done and the coaches do it. Yeah, we get on and yap a lot about it on uh, on talk stuff. Um, I have one other uh, other question for you, Steve. Um, do you ever uh, do you ever allow your uh, producers or other students to have the mic? Some of them are pretty good. Oh, yes. I think they could handle it. Oh, yeah. Like when you want to take some vacation and stuff, why don't you give it to the kids? <laughs> um. <laughs> there, there's a story behind that, but I won't get into it. But no, sometimes, uh, okay. sometimes I do. History. Sometimes I do, always, um, yeah. especially if I know, uh, like, for example, if, if a producer is a big NFL person, right? If yeah, I have yeah, an yeah, NFL yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. I'll say, or hey, big Dolphin fan or big Bucks fan, and I'll say, hey, Chris, what do you think about the, and he'll rattle off whatever because he's a Dolphins fan. So, yeah, occasionally I do. Sure, they go to, yeah, yeah, I, uh. I'd like to see some more of them, not in regular times, but in off times with you, and maybe late night. You know, um, I, I I know where you were going. That um, unregulated twenty-year-olds can uh, could, could present some interesting times, but still, uh, it's a it's a it's they're, they're real talented, really talented, and I'm glad for the dedication that you give them and teaching and allowing them to be involved. All right, Dave. Thank you for your call. We appreciate it, and thanks for the nice words. John, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. That that guy asked you a question, and I remember back in the day, you guys used to do cheat seats, and yep. that was your, a lot of your students. And I yep. think that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Laura Rutledge, which her maiden name escaped me, but she um, she did she did a really good job. I'm not just because she was you know an attractive person, but I think that you know she had a lot of knowledge back then. I used to love calling the. Uh, the, the cheap seats and hearing some of your uh, student perspectives. So that was pretty neat back then. No, we, we, we did cheap seats for years. Yes. Um, and then it just got to the point where, uh, like anything else that the kids do, you know, you're supervised. And, you know, it became a, who's going to supervise it? Who's going to, you know, go over the – because what I think people – I think they have a misconception sometimes in this business uh, – I've done this for a lot of years, but I still take time to spot check shows because I want to get better. You know, could I have answered that question differently? Could I have done that interview better? Same thing with cheap seats, right? They're learning, so they you know, you gotta to listen to the show, you have to critique the show. That just takes time and right. we just didn't have the personnel to do it. Let me ask you, you did dollar score way back with uh, oh, Larry sure. Patel. Were you a student at some yes. point at that time? I was. Yes, so was Larry. That's cool. That's cool, man. I, I used to enjoy that calling up because back in the day, you didn't have you know, instant on TV because you only had one game at the time. So I, I enjoyed you guys being able to 
pass on some scores. But anyway, let me go ahead and get my pick. Okay. Uh, let's do uh, Kentucky Ole Miss. You know, I'm going to go with the fighting Kiffins there. All right. Alabama, Arkansas. Alabama. Wake Forest, FSU. Uh, I hate to say that, but I think Florida State is – they're doing pretty good. I'm picking Florida State. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Baylor. A&M, Mississippi State. You know what? I'm going to go with Mississippi State. LSU, Auburn. LSU. NC State, Clemson. Clemson. And Michigan, Iowa. Uh, Michigan. Are you doing a score for the Gators? Or I mean, is that you just you can. Like... Sure. You just give a score. Sure. I'm going to say Florida, something like uh, 40, 48 to 17. So that that'll be my score for Florida. But anyway, Steve, stay safe, and uh, I'll let you later, buddy. Okay. Thank you, John. Chris, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve-O. Um, on uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, the Gator Nation podcast does a film breakdown, and uh, I, I love that show. Um, and I, I watched their film breakdown of the offense, and I thought I was seeing some of those things on Saturday. Some of the questions we had going into Saturday um, were, can Billy adjust uh, to what AR does well? Um, will we open it up if the defense gives us stuff? Um, and and after watching that film breakdown, I'm I'm more than pleased with what we've seen. Now it's just one data point. Who knows if we're going to see this the rest of the season? But it lets us know that Billy is willing to do that. And it was stuff we hadn't seen in the previous few weeks, like double moves by the receivers, um, going under center to give uh, AR a better chance. Uh, to run play action and not have to turn around uh, so fast. Uh, I just, I'm really pleased. And there's still a long way to go. There's still a lot of stuff they can do better. Um, I still want to see the backs used in the passing game a lot more. But um, I, I'm just really pleased with what what we saw from an analytic standpoint and from a, t- a tactical standpoint. Um, you can argue about the whether we should have gone for two there. Analytically, it was the right call. Emotionally, maybe not. You know, like when a team scores and you got to kick it off to them, if they stop your two-point conversion, they feel like they got to win when you give them the ball back. So the emotions there tell you to maybe go against the analytics, but uh, it was the right call percentage-wise analytically. Um, so I, I'm just really pleased with the aggression I saw Billy coach with on Saturday. I wanted to see what you thought about that. Well, some people were pleased with the aggression. Some people weren't pleased with the aggression in terms of – going for two, you know, always going forward on fourth down. Uh, he, he's explained that, so I'm, you know, past that. The, the thing that fascinates me um, is the, uh, the uh, soup du jour of throwing the ball to the backs more. Okay? First of all, how do we know the backs are good out of the backfield catching the ball? Because if, yeah, we don't. And and what happens when the back splits out? Did anybody ever throw to the back? No, they don't. So I get well, it. On on some of those, if you if you go back and look at it, and some of those, Ar makes a lot of the right calls. Like he goes where he's supposed to go with the ball. We saw that last year. Um, what we what we saw on film against South Florida and Kentucky were the anomaly. That wasn't what we normally have seen from him but but there's still things he can do better and oh, sure and there have there have been check downs that he can take and he 
and he hasn't been great at checking down to the backs. But you're right. We don't know if they can catch the ball out of the backfield yet. I just, you know, like I I think we saw uh, – I think Gators are really guilty of, like, bringing up Spurrier inappropriately uh, over the last 20 years. Um, you know, like we're never going to see that again. It was the perfect storm and the perfect coach at the perfect time. But, but I'm going to invoke – uh, the head ball coach's name here, and and say that I think we saw some Spurrier there on Saturday. The the going for it and going long on fourth down, um, and also uh, the ability to get you into third and short. You know, it's second and eleven, and you take the seven yards that's in front of you, knowing you're going to go for it on fourth down because now you have fourth and three. I just think that's a that's a brilliant tactical move, and uh, hopefully we see it more going forward. When it Thanks, works, Steve. it's great. Thank you, Chris. When it works, it's great. When it's not, when it's not, it's questioned. That's the way. That's always going to roll. Twelve thirty. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN ninety-eight one FM and eight fifty AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. You want to go to the place that has the freshest burgers in town made to order? That place, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Great food, great shakes, great fries, and they support local Florida cattle ranchers. They still feature their great milkshakes like the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, too. If you're in a hurry, visit DickMondell's.com. You can order ahead. They're open seven days a week. You can see them on Facebook and Instagram. Better ingredients make better meals at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. Join Bailey's Health and Fitness in September and pay zero enrollment fee on any membership. Today only. Fall is here and the holiday season is around the corner. Bailey's offers 24-7 access, 16 area locations, over 1,300 group fitness classes available, including spin, crossfit, and boxing, and the best selection of equipment and trainers in Northeast Florida. This fall, it's time to live fit. Today's the final day to join Bailey's and pay zero enrollment on any membership. Offer in soon. Join today. Visit baileysgym.com. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. As Hurricane Ian makes its landfall along the southwest Florida coastline, it is expected to bring rain bands to our area. Heavy rain and gusty winds are all going to be possible here as we go through the afternoon and into the evening. Winds gusting at times upwards of 30 to 35 miles per hour. Heavy rainfall rates could certainly make more difficult traveling. Tropical storm conditions are possible by tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, 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 the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Felt like everybody was all in on the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders, they got Devontae Adams, they got Chandler Jones, got a new coach, the offensive-minded Josh McDaniel. Only six teams in modern history have made the postseason after starting 0-3. Derek Carr has not looked good, and yes, with 17 games, there's still time. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. William wanted to set the record straight, and I thought this was the case. Uh, a caller earlier said that the game uh, is a premium. It's, it's not. Uh, it's also on SEC Network Plus, which is what I said, which is included at no additional cost for anybody that already has the SEC Network. Uh, it just requires a streaming device. So, William, thank you for that. Uh, and then um, Stephen says... You acknowledge Barry Bonds as the all-time home run leader. Yes, I do. I'm confused how to view the home run hitters who use performance-enhancing drugs. What's your opinion? I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. My opinion has changed. I was an old-school hardliner when it came to these guys because they did use stuff to enhance their performance. No question, right? But so, so in my mind, I can say Roger Maris is still the all-time home run king because Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds did what they did. But baseball has not taken that away. So as much as I might want to think what I think, th th it's, it's what they've done. The whole thing about not letting them in the Hall of Fame, a whole different can of worms to open. But yes, those, those guys are. Jerry, do you see? Here we go again. Do you see the coach using the backs more imaginatively? Seems it always is right up the middle. Toss sweeps, passes. I like the running backs. Need more variety. I got to tell you something. When I was a play caller coaching, if I ran a play with my running backs, actually any play, and it was successful. 
I ran it a lot. You know why? Stop it. Till somebody stops it, why not run the play? I think a lot of play callers won't run a play a second time. Well, I already ran that play. So what? If I run a running play and it gains me eight yards, I run it again and it gains me eight yards. That, that's eight yards, second and two, folks. So I don't know what imaginative is, right? Maybe you can tell me. But I get it. Swing passes, toss sweeps, okay? Well, maybe that's not what their strength is. Maybe that's not what the offensive line is good at blocking. Maybe the defense doesn't allow you to do that. It's just like when the previous caller talked about Anthony Richardson doing some of the things. Tennessee's defense is bad. I'm not taking anything away from what Anthony did. It was great. But Tennessee's defense is bad. They're bad as Florida's. So that's why you had the you know, pinball machine numbers put up last week because both those defenses, frankly, just aren't very good, at least now. All right, let's get your predictions on the game. Again, today's the last sports scene of the week, 392-8255. Shortly, uh, we're going to be joined by Dan Thompson, who covers Eastern Washington. Uh, he'll give you his thoughts on what you're going to see here from them, from the Eagles, uh, on Sunday at noon. Okay? So, and if you're just tuning in, we are picking the games this week early. So, Prognostication Friday is on Wednesday this week. Very unusual. Uh, James emails, and he said, Steve, of the games that you are, are throwing out there for picks, what's the biggest chance for an upset? Ooh, that's a good question. James, good job. Um, you know, upset. Um, boy. Can somebody tell me who's favorite between Kentucky and Ole Miss? Because I'd pick the other one. I mean, as, an up, as an upset, that's the biggest one. Pete Alonzo, by the way, in a Mets loss last night, becomes the first Mets player to have 240-plus home run seasons. He also leads the National League and runs batted in. Dane Dunning had hip surgery. So uh, his season is done. Some of the other Gator players, Jonathan India won't be in the postseason. Alonzo will. Harrison Bader will. So their Brady Singer will not. But there are going to be some Gators who are going to be getting extra swings, extra at-bats because of that. And that is certainly good. Uh, Joseph. Um, we got a long email here, Joseph. Let me try to sift through it. He's basically saying, uh, if I, he said, if I had to grade Billy Napier now, how would I grade him? Is what he's asking. That's that's so hard. Am I surprised Florida's two and two? No, I'm not, because they played three ranked teams out of the gate. I frankly. If you took, if, with all the people talking about, um, you know, taking time to rebuild, all of that, well, 
Could they have started one and three? Maybe. So, no, I think it's hard to – incomplete is how I'd grade Billy Napier. He's done, I think, what he said he was going to do. Did anybody think before the season started he would gamble as much as he has on fourth down? Anybody think he would gamble as much, you know, in in not taking field goals or extra points? I, I don't think anybody thought that. That, to me, is the biggest surprise. And, again, I'll say it again, right? When it goes well, you're a genius. When it doesn't, doesn't look so good. Eric. His email has to do with Tennessee. He says, uh, Steve, Tennessee, underrated, overrated. Uh, I think they're a little overrated, only from the standpoint of I don't know how good their defense is. And if they have to keep winning games in shootouts, if the offense has a bad day, or they play a defense that's better than what a Florida defense is, that could be trouble. That could be trouble. And remember this week, Florida's next opponent for home. Can you believe homecoming's next week? Is Missouri, who just gagged a game away to Auburn, and they've got Georgia this week. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than Exceptional Dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. We need you to step up and give a hand to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. Here's how you do it. If you have an unused or unwanted car, any kind of vehicle, a truck, a boat, RV, whatever it is, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The facility does great work, folks. They house at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and it's sustained by your donation of vehicles. They get real-life skills because when the vehicles are donated, they repair them, and then they resell them. Your donations are tax-deductible, and they help a really great cause. Your generosity in this case, ladies and gentlemen, does a whole lot of good. If you want to find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka 
or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org, and you'll learn more. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community, one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit FFPlaw.com for a free consultation. Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. Big Ten foes collide in Iowa City as the Iowa Hawkeyes host the fourth-ranked Michigan Wolverines. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Steve Berline and me for all the action as the dominant running attack of Blake Corum and Michigan look to remain perfect against Jack Campbell and the vaunted Hawkeye defense. It's Michigan and Iowa. If it's college football, it's right here. Coverage starts Saturday at noon right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Well, we're having trouble connecting with our guests, so we'll take your phone calls instead. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Andrew, hello. Yes, Steve. You got your poncho ready? Yep, that's for sure. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, I wanted to ask you a question about the uh, blues or the umps uh, in Major League Baseball. How close, or in fact, do you think they will have the uh, computerized umpire and do away with the uh, man behind the catcher. You mean at what time? No, I mean, is it within a framework that's, you know, say within the next decade? Yeah, or you think, so, yeah, you know, we're saying in, in what time frame? Um, probably in the next three to four years. 
three to four years. Yep. Okay, and how about uh, uh, Atlanta and your Mets uh, are uh, are tied right up there now, huh? Yep, and I don't think the Mets will win the East, I, but I said that two weeks ago. Oh, isn't it something? I'm just I, I I'm impressed by him. I've been impressed by him all all year long. And I, I do the pick, Steve. Okay, got to make it quick. I do have my guest here, uh, Kentucky Ole Miss. Kentucky. Alabama, Arkansas. Alabama. Wake Forest, FSU. Wake. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Oklahoma State. A&M, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. LSU, Auburn. Uh, LSU. NC State, Clemson. NC State. Okay, that's it. Thank you, sir. Andrew, thank you. All right, let's bring in uh, Dan Thompson, who covers Eastern Washington for the Spokesman Review. Dan, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, okay, Gator fan walks into uh, Ben Hill Griffin on s- Sunday now. Uh, Dan, what kind of team do they see uh, that that's one and two so far on the year? They're going to see a team that likes to throw the ball when they can, um, though they want to run it more. <laughs> they just haven't been able to run as much and effectively as they would like. Uh, but this is a throw-first program they've always been. Uh, they run three, four wide. They've been using their tight ends a little bit more. Um, so they really depend on their quarterback finding the gaps in the defense and the receivers catching the football. Uh, defensively, uh, I, know, I know Oregon you know, scored, put 70 on them. Uh, is this still a work in progress? Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to, to totally figure because they've played three teams that are, are pretty dang good offensively. But Tennessee State uh, out of the OVC, and that, that team presents a lot of challenges, especially because they have, you know, they have a mobile quarterback. They have a running back. They had a dynamic running back. Then you play Oregon that, you know, goes five deep with running backs. Um, and, then, and then last week, Montana State ran two quarterbacks and a running back that they've, they've really had trouble stopping the football, stopping the run. Um, but also they've played maybe three of the best opponents on their schedule so far, uh, you know, with Florida coming up, Sacramento State coming up, and Montana coming up. So they need to try to get that short up um, because teams haven't really even needed to throw the ball much against them because they can run pretty much at will. Dan, if, if you had, if I said to you, where's the strength of this team, where would you say it lies? I think, I think offensively the strength is definitely in their ability to throw the football, and they have – they have great receivers. Uh, Efton Chisholm the third is he's not Cooper Cup, but that's the, that's the name that people like to compare him to because uh, Cooper graduated from here what six years ago. Um, Gunnar Talkington is kind of an unknown, but he's also a very experienced guy. He's a, a six-year guy now, so throwing the football is definitely a strength of theirs. Uh, protecting the quarterback, they've always been quite good at that. Again, at their level, I think it's a little bit different when they go up and they play you know a team in the FBS. Um, and then defensively, you know, they really do have a great. They have an experienced defensive back core uh, that has been able to make some pretty big plays. Uh, but again, when we're talking across levels like this, those those strengths can kind of be clouded a bit and, and covered a bit by that difference in talent. I know this game, you know, goes back to COVID and all of that. And I had Coach Best here the other day, and you know, I asked about the payout. I think it's what seven fifty. I think I saw. Um, I mean, this is really going to help that program overall, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, and this has been a program they got, I think, 635000 for playing Oregon. You know, they, they play one of these games pretty much every year. Obviously, they didn't want to do it two in one year. It's just kind of how the, the rescheduling had to work out. Um, they count on these games. It, it's, a, it's interesting because it's this department that is not necessarily getting the most support 
uh, on its own campus. There's even been attempts by regents there to to literally kind of you know move the, the program down to cut their budget considerably and even a, a call to make them a D2 school, which is very strange considering they've won a national championship uh, in the last 15 years. They're a very they've been a very successful program. Uh, but yeah, this money goes goes a long way. I think there's a lot of incentive to make sure they could still play this game this year. You brought this up, and I was going to ask it because I didn't know the exact year that they won a championship, but they did. What's behind this? I mean, is it just strictly dollars? Behind the game or behind their their abilities? No, I mean behind some people wanting to downgrade the program. Sure. It's it's a strange thing because so Cheney is just outside Spokane, about 15 miles. And I think in some ways it gets overshadowed by Washington State University, which is about an hour and a half south. Uh, even UW to an, uh, University of Washington on the west side. There's just, um, and also because it's more of a, of a commuter university, um, it's not necessarily a university where a lot of people live right there in Cheney, a lot of older students. There's just not that, that passionate fan base in the way that, you know, Washington State, when they're good, they, they fill that 35,000-seat Martin Stadium. Um, it's so very different, and the donor base is, is just shallower. Um, and so I think that's a big that's a big reason why it's just not valued as much. But it, it is terribly surprising because they've been so good at football for so long. Um, look, I, I know you know what they're up against. Um, but if, if if you were to look into Coach Best's head and say, you know, what's our game plan going to be here to try to keep up? What would you think it might be? Yeah, they have to find a way to move the football in the first quarter. Um, and so what do you do to do that? Do you get creative with some play calling? Do you, because they, that was the problem against Oregon. They went three and out. I think it was their first three series. And by then they were down. After that, they're down three touchdowns. Mm. Uh, when they have done well in these games, and they've been able to do well you know, historically against programs like this, uh, maybe not necessarily. I mean, they've never played an SEC team, but they, they've beat ranked teams uh, you know, in, in these contests before. It's because their offense has just been able to put up a ton of points, 50, 50 points in some scenarios. So that's what they've got to be able to do. That They cannot start slow like they did against Oregon. Where can people see your work, Dan? Uh, they can see it at thespokesandreview.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Thompson underscore DS. Okay. And by the way, where'd the red turf come from? <laughs> um, yeah, they call it the Inferno. It was something that I think that they sneaked in uh, before the NCAA said, maybe we don't want to have these. Uh, I think they were inspired by Boise State. Uh, the Smurf turf uh, was only about you know six hours away down there. And uh, so they were inspired by that. They wanted to be different. Um, and they, uh, they got some booster money for it. And, and so it's just become an icon. They love talking about it up here. Okay. Appreciate your time, Dan. Thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Have a good one. Yep. Stay safe down there. Yep. Thank you. Dan Thompson covering Eastern Washington, uh, reporter for the spokesman review all right we got a couple of minutes left in this hour if you're just tuning in this is our last show of the week uh our resources are being allocated elsewhere obviously uh because of this storm uh and let me just say this again i don't care what it is that you're doing be safe that's the most important thing here uh, uh, throughout all of this, obviously. And uh, the second hour, we will take your phone calls and we will do prognostication Friday today uh, on this last day that we do a show. Uh, we are going to have uh, 
an altered lineup I will tell you about uh, for the weekend because of the game being moved to Sunday. Uh, our pregame show is still going to be at 8 a.m. It'll be at the University of Florida Bookstore in the Rice Union. Shane and I will be over there. You can come by and say hello. Bring a cup of coffee, too. Uh, but So we'll be doing that, and uh, we look forward to seeing you, and then we'll do the Extra Point postgame show as well. So nothing changes except just the day changes um, in doing this. Final email of the hour belongs to Frank. I've got a baseball question. He says, Steve, I heard your answer to your uh, person that asked you, the, asked you the question. You have changed because you were pretty vocal about uh, the steroids and all that. What changed your mind? Time has changed my mind, Frank. One thing I do not have changed my mind, I don't think Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame. And you're going to, that sounds dichotomous, but betting on baseball and being arrogant about it is just different to me. Does he belong in it in, the, in terms of the, his performance? Of course he does. But that's why, because if baseball isn't going to ban them or put an asterisk by their numbers, then I, if I'm a Hall of Fame voter, now maybe I think differently. Because even though their numbers scream that they belong, now I can wait. Now I can let them rot on the ballot. I'm not saying they didn't hit, they didn't hit the home runs, but as a voter, I can make my statement and say, well, okay, you hit those homers, and, you know, they count. But we all know what you did, and so you know what? You're not going to go in with Babe Ruth. You're not going to go in with Clemente. You're not going to go in with people like that. I'm going to keep you out. And in some cases, some of those guys will, I don't want to say never's a long time because you got the Veterans Committee, but it's going to be harder to do. Hour two coming up of Sports Scene. Stay with us. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. 
Melden Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. So many people here are getting real lasting joint pain relief from QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I would recommend QC to anybody. The work that QC Kinetics did paid off exponentially. It brought me back to an effective age of almost in my 20s and 30s. QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine, natural biologics from your own body, precision treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your aching joints with no meds, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. It is a all-natural therapy. You're using you to fix you. I got my life back. I got my smile back. And best of all, I got my laugh back. Don't live with that pain anymore. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Learn more about regenerative options from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Final show of the week. Obviously, we know why. Chris is producing today. We will take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. And don't forget, we are doing our Prognostication Friday picks today. Uh, got about uh, seven or eight games that are pretty good. Give you a chance to talk about today. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Chris, go ahead and turn the music down for me. Chris, turn the music down for me. There you go. Tony, hello. <laughs> hey, Steve. What's going on, buddy? Hey. Um, hey, Steve. Yeah, you know, I was watching the, uh, like that football show that the uh, the Paintings put on during Monday Night Football mm-hmm. or the the Manning song. Um, they had something like that with uh, Michael Kay and Alex Rodriguez. Yep. They uh, usually, yeah, a great show, man. They, I mean, talking baseball with them and the guests that they bring on, you know. Oh, man, I could listen to that all day. And they had on uh, Clemens the other day along with Barry Bonds. And all three of them, all four of them were talking baseball. And you could tell that when they ask each one of them about the Hall of Fame, that that hurts them, man. You know, that not being voted into the Hall of Fame, uh, I believe Clemens and Bonds there 10 years just ran up now, so they have to be voted in by the veterans, right? Um, That that hurts them, you know? And it doesn't surprise me that neither one of those guys were media favorites either. You know, none of them were media darlings. So, like what you say, I think that the writers use this kind of like as a sword against some of these players. And it's to me, it's ridiculous to acknowledge their home run records and not allow them to be in the Hall of Fame. That, to me, is just one doesn't make sense with the other. Oh, I think, as far as I I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah? Yeah, here's why I think it makes perfect sense. None of them as far as I know, have ever said, except for Palmero. Remember when he said, I, well, look what's happened to him, right? Uh-huh. So, Major League, Bud Selig is the real villain here. Because as the commissioner of baseball, he turned his back and his head 
when all this was mm-hmm. going on. Okay? For sure. He could have cracked down on this. He could have said, stop it. But because baseball was in sort of a, you know, re- regeneration, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, a, a renaissance, he turned his back. That's Correct. one side of this. If I'm a voter and I want – now, we can also argue this. When, when Let's take an election. I'm getting way off the track here. But, look, sometimes, Tony, when people vote, they will vote party, okay? If, if, if I'm a Republican, I'm going to vote Republican. I don't care who it is. Well, when you're voting for Hall of Fame, you're voting for a particular person on that person's merit. Some people don't care. If you hit 720,000 home runs, no matter what you did, you're in. Because baseball acknowledges those home runs. Some people look at it as, I'm going to uphold the integrity of the game here, even if somebody else isn't. And I know they cheated. And they, that helped them get those numbers, so I'm not going to vote them in. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Hey, our, our uh, buddy, uh, Tate Casey, he had a uh, tweet uh, this morning, which made me chuckle, man. Um, he was quote tweeting that uh, Aaron Judge has 167 strikeouts this season. Well, Tony Gwynn had 167 strikeouts also, Steve, in the 90s. Yeah. Well, and that's how the game's in the, changed. In the whole decade. He yeah. That's how the game's changed. I mean, look, I, I said this a lot. When I played, if I struck out, I was embarrassed. Yep. And now nobody cares. I shouldn't say they don't care. I'm sure they care. But it's an accepted part of the game. And and I, 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 I had this stat the first hour. The Braves are about to become the first team ever to complete a season without a sacrifice bunt. That's crazy, huh? In the National League. Crazy. Mind, we don't have the pitcher hitting anymore. Yeah. But to think that a National League team would go a whole season without a sacrifice is almost mind-boggling. It is, it is mind-boggling. No, almost. It is. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I hope that those changes for next year, you know, start to get the pendulum swinging a little bit back, man. I hope it just starts it. I think it will. I, I love all of those rule changes, man, and I hope it just starts to swing that pendulum a little bit back towards, you know, the game that we, I hate to say it, but we kind of grew up with, right? Um, so we'll see. Okay. Thank I'll you, Tony. Picks, yep. Say that again. I'm sorry? Do the picks. Oh, do you want to do the picks? Okay, sorry. I didn't get. I didn't hear that. Uh, let's go from the bottom here. NC State, Clemson. We'll go NC State upset. Michigan, Iowa. I'll go Michigan. Iowa can't score, man. <clears throat> LSU Auburn. LSU Auburn's a mess. Uh, A and M Mississippi State. I'm gonna go Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Oklahoma State Baylor. I like Baylor, man. I've always liked Aranda. Yeah, Dave Aranda, good coach. Wake Forest yeah. FSU. I'm gonna go Wake Forest, man. I think that that little slow mesh creates a lot of problems. Alabama Arkansas. Yeah, I gotta go Bama. And Kentucky go Bama. and Kentucky Ole Miss. Man, Kentucky is such a fraud in that top ten, Steve, man. That is to me, that is not a good football team. They are average, man. So I'm gonna go Ole Miss. Kentucky starts getting taking some L's starting Saturday. You'll see. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it, Tony. Thank you. I'm gonna use his word here. Okay. 
I, first of all, I think they're, whether Gator fans want to admit it or not, I think there's a little jealousy there because Kentucky won that game. And, you know, Florida did not play well offensively, and Kentucky couldn't run the ball. Except the second half they did. And I think Gator fans, many would look back and say, should have won that game. But now we will start to see about Kentucky. They get their best running back, Rodriguez, back for this game. Will that help their ground game? It's hard to think it wouldn't. I mean, he's pretty good back. But you still have to block for him. And that's going to be the issue here. Uh, David, slow. I had, a, I had a funny feeling today was going to kind of be like this just because everybody is so worried about, you know, weather and family and all that, which I totally understand. Um, Dave's got a good question here, though. He says, Steve, uh, I know you're a Jets fan, and you've suffered a long time with some of the teams that you follow. Between the Jets, well, and he puts in parentheses, the Mets are winning now. Um, it took a while for the Mets to win, What will it take for the Jets? I'm going to sound like a fan here. I'm not sold on the head coach. Last week in New York was ugly because the Jets' defensive players were screaming and yelling at at the defensive coaches, and this dude is a defensive coach, and they're not on the same page. That is a big red flag for me. And offensively, they're not any good. They've drafted well. You know, Sauce Gardner done a nice job. The receiver's done a nice job. But is the quarterback the right guy? So, not good. Tony number two, hello. Hey, hey, Steve. Yep, go ahead. Uh, I, um, I, I really like Coach Napier and his thought process about how he approached the game. And a big part of me really just hopes that he's he's taking this season into threes, into thirds. And he looked at the tough schedule at the beginning of the year and kind of was leaning on the veterans. And now he, you know, saying we got through those first four games to see where he at. And now you think it's possible that that he may open and, and open the depth chart a little bit more. Uh, some of the guys that hadn't been playing, giving them a look, a true look to see where they're really at. Um, boy, that's hard to answer. Because, look, let's say Florida was 0-4. I I wonder if Billy Napier would say, I'm playing the younger dudes. Because I've always felt this, Tony, that you owe it to your seniors to to play to win every game you play. Right? Right? Because I think that, that, that hurts the locker room if you don't. doesn't mean you can't make some changes. It doesn't mean you can't reevaluate, right? And that sometimes occurs in an open week. What I'm looking forward to seeing is the open week before Florida plays Georgia, will there be change? Because I think now, I mean, it, look, you, you can put somebody else in to start. That, that's easy to do. But I still think it's the coach's job. He's playing a lot of young people. 
right? I mean, Marshall's playing, Shamar James is playing, you know, other guys are playing, they're getting valuable reps. We'll see. Okay, and then the, the second question is, um, you've been doing this for a long time, and do you think that just, you know, the venom that comes from fans um, with personnel is partially because, I know back in the day, uh, fans would get a chance to go watch practice and see what's going on so they could see players do this. And I know social media plays a big part in not doing that. But do you think um, a lot of doubt is in people's head why these guys not playing because they actually don't get just to see as much what's going on now? And yeah. I think it ain't always. Okay, thank you, Tony. I think that's part of it. What, what, what I have always found interesting, shows like this exist in large part to get fan feedback. I enjoy that most of the time. But if I just did a straight talk show and had guests and didn't take phone calls, well, then you don't really know what the pulse of Gator Nation is. But everybody's going to question at some point what a coach does. Steve Spurrier left here and said 10 wins isn't good enough around here anymore. Gator fans conveniently want to forget that. That's the truth. And so part of it is when you see a player struggle and not doing very well, put the next guy in. Because some coaches just say, next man up. I mean, that, that's it, right? Next man up, next man up, next man up. Well, are coaches infallible? No. Do they make mistakes? Yes. But they see these kids every single day. They know more than you. They know more than me. One fifteen. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Folks, you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives? Well, that group is Arthrex, and they are hiring. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries from pro athletes to weekend warriors they care about helping people get back in the game, and so do their employees. That's what's really neat about Arthrex. If you're looking to make a difference, join a global company that provides exciting career opportunities and unique benefits. Locations in Florida, South Carolina, and California. And again, they are hiring. Check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn 
more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room. State-of-the-art imaging. New x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours. Same-day scheduling and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. Join Bailey's Health and Fitness in September and pay zero enrollment fee on any membership today only. Fall is here and the holiday season is around the corner. Bailey's offers 24-7 access, 16 area locations, over 1,300 group fitness classes available, including spin, crossfit, and boxing, and the best selection of equipment and trainers in Northeast Florida. This fall, it's time to live fit. Today's the final day to join Bailey's and pay zero enrollment on any membership. Offer in soon. Join today. Visit baileysgym.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Don't forget, we have lots of play-by-play coming up tonight. Rays, Guardians, we'll have it for you at 6 tomorrow, uh, weather permitting. Dolphins, Bengals, and then Friday, the Rays and the Astros. Because our game uh, is not going to be Saturday, we've got Michigan-Iowa coming your way in the morning, and then Bama and Arkansas in the afternoon. 
And then we'll have our coverage beginning at 8 o'clock on Sunday. Jeff, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. Uh, uh, flat-footed tie between the Braves and the Mets now. Yep. And uh, so, you know, fight to the finish. Uh, I see where uh, Freed's going to pitch the first game of the, that Mets series. And then, uh, obviously, the uh, DeGrom and Scherzer are going in games two and three. So, uh, to me, the, the Mets probably need to win the division more than the, the Braves do because of pitching depth. Uh, you know, I'm sure the Mets don't want to burn, have to burn DeGrom and, and, uh, and Scherzer in two, you know, wild card games. Yep. I think you're spot on. Um, and it's interesting, you know, when you look at them when they're right, obviously – you know, they're really good, but they're a bit fragile, you know, DeGrom especially. So you're right. Uh, and I think the other thing, too, the Mets have led that division almost from the jump. And to go this far and not win it would seem uh, a bit underachieving. And I think the Mets feel that, too. I mean, happy they're in the playoffs. They haven't been in, what, five, six years, whatever it is. So that's good for them. But I do think it's a bit of a letdown if they don't win the division because they've led it almost all the way. Yeah, absolutely right, uh, Steve. And, it, um, it, you know, it, it, uh, the oddsmakers make it about a toss-up now. Uh, but, I, you know, I think the key might be denied because uh, Oda Rizzi is going to pitch for the Braves, and he's not been effective lately. So the the Mets may be able to steal a game and get back and you know one game into first place, and the Mets own the tiebreaker. Well, but they're they're playing Washington, and Washington what? is bad. Sure, you're you're right, and the, and the Braves are are minus two hundred on the uh, odds makers, but 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 I think that I think they're vulnerable tonight. So. You know, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be fun to fun to watch. And I, I agreed with you on the. Uh, I don't think Pete Rose should get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Steve is, you know, he lied about it for 19 years, and there was a couple of occasions when uh, reporters wondered why he ex- he extended his closer um, to try to win games he'd bet on. And you know, it, the old defense of Pete Rose was, hey, he only bet on his team. Well. Sometimes you can compromise yourself by betting on your own team, too. No doubt. Appreciate your call, Jeff. Thank you for your call. Uh, and the Mets have the Marlins, and, of course, the Marlins beat the Mets last night, bad as they are. Austin, hello. Hey, Steve. How's John? Good. Um, I wanted to talk about the Jaguars, but before I do, um, I saw a stat where, like, I think it was the Marlins pitcher was the first pitcher since, like, 19... 19- Hundred or something, the box three times. Three box, and he got tossed out of the game. Yep. Yeah, that's only for the Marlins, I guess. You know, but (laughs) um, anyway, uh, on to the uh, Jaguars. You know, I'm big Jags fan. I think we're going to be pretty good this year. But at the same time, you know, uh, starting when we started one and zero one year, I was ecstatic. So you know, but I mean, you know, I think this year is a little bit different. You know, Trevor Lawrence is coming along and. The offense seems to be humming along pretty good. But, you know, similar to the Gators, the defense is a little bit uh, suspect. But um, do you think the Jags are for real? Uh, I don't know about for real. I think they're really better. And I think Mm -hmm. it's because of what Peterson's brought there. You know, look, 
cachet at the pro level means a lot, I think. And he's won a Super Bowl. Now, you, you can a player can look and say, well, you know, any, any Duke can get lucky once. And that's true if everything works right. But in talking to, you know, Ashlyn Sullivan, who's, you know, one of our kids who's up there, she says it's just like night and day in the locker room. It's night and day in terms of the culture. Uh, and, and they're pretty good. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looks, looks a lot better. Um, I think getting Kirk who I thought they overpaid for at first, has paid them real dividends. Their linebackers, I think, are really good. And now Peterson goes back to Philly this week. That'll be interesting, too. Right, yeah, that'll be an interesting game to see, you know, the homecoming and everything. But, um, you know, in terms of the Gator game, you know, I hope it's just going to be a, you know, a nice, easy sort of, a, you know, game for the team to get back on the right track. And uh, just stay safe, Steve, and go Gator. Yep, thank you, Austin. You as well. That's the main thing, staying safe here as the storm Passes through here. Uh, let me get to my emails here. Three nine two eight two five five. If you want to uh, pick the games this weekend, you can pick them too. BB says uh, Missouri looks less goofy, but more pitiful. And Auburn is just sad. Um, well, but Missouri plays Georgia. Auburn plays LSU. He's picking FSU, Alabama, Ole Miss at home equals an upset of Kentucky. By the way, how about this for a stat? Ole Miss and Kentucky are playing as ranked teams. The last time that happened, 1958. The Seminoles against Wake Forest. The Seminoles' record last year at this time, 0-4. They're now 4-0. Nick Saban against Arkansas. 15 and 0. 15 and 0. Just saying. BB also says uh, undergrad Mississippi State wins in a pivotal game. And he says Sunday's a strange day. His Saints are on <clears throat> at 9.30 from London and the Gators at noon. He's picking 31-21 for the Gator game. If it's that close... Uh, Monday will be interesting. I'll just say that. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. For a long time now, ladies and gentlemen, we're telling you about Southeast Car Agency, the business the Cousins family has run for over 40 successful years. Think about that. That's one family, one business, and from the first day they opened their doors, they've done the same thing. Consistency, quality, because they bring you the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Selection's really good, and you can access the web. Go to secars.com. You can check out the vehicles there, all the price points, all the information there for you. Of course, go see them in person. Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive the vehicles. Check them out. Eyeball them for yourself. The one thing I can tell you, because I've been a customer of theirs for a long time, every vehicle I purchased from there has been great for me, and I'm pretty confident it'll be the same for you. Remember, go see them in person. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. 
What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis. You've been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the Villages, and in Gainesville. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. Fruits and vegetables are very environmentally friendly foods. Make them even more friendly by eating them in season and choosing produce that is local and organic. Shopping at farmer's markets are a great way to do both. And you can also start growing fruits and vegetables in your own garden. Even if you live in an apartment, you can start with a few potted plants. Join Odyssey and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. As Hurricane Ian makes its landfall along the southwest Florida coastline, it is expected to bring rain bands to our area. Heavy rain and gusty winds are all going to be possible here as we go through the afternoon and into the evening. Winds gusting at times upwards of 30 to 35 miles per hour. Heavy rainfall rates could certainly make more difficult traveling. Tropical storm conditions are possible by tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. The Green Bay Packers, I feel like they are going to be the team that shocks everybody. If Aaron Rodgers finally gets there. Why? It's just It just feels different. The defense is better. Remember, the defense used to be just garbage in the beginning of the season. And now they, they're better in the beginning of the season. So they're only going to get better at the end. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Phoebe said, let's not the best part. The Saints, uh, score of just four points with only two safeties by their defense. Please let it not be so. Okay. Yeah, they're struggling. Winston's going to play in that game, though. All right, let's get some calls. Porter's first. Hi, Porter. Hey, Steve. Um, is there any – I know the obviously Gator games moved to Sunday. Is there uh, any other games you know of that have been moved? Uh, Wake Forest FSU uh, or SMU at UCF? Any, do you have any updates on those? Or yeah, they, they, they've already been announced. Um, uh, South Carolina's game has been moved to tonight uh, against South Carolina State. UCF's game was moved as well, and I think that's it, I think. Okay. The UCF, is it moved this weekend? Pardon me? Or is it, the UCF game, did they move it up or back? or? No, they or? moved it to Sunday. Okay. All right. I was just wanted to find that out. Um, I meant to call you about a week ago, and I kept forgetting, and somebody mentioned your match, and it reminded me. You must have been in hog heaven about, a, I guess, a weekend before last um, uh, the Jets, I heard they snapped a 13-game September losing streak. I was like, man, that's right. And then same weekend, the Mets uh, clinched playoff spot. And not surprisingly, uh, Pete, Pete Alonzo helped with the home run that game. So I was like, man, I bet Steve's happy this weekend. Yeah, when the Jets win, period, because uh, they don't win a lot. And the way they won, and they never should have won that game. Uh, mm-hmm. Cleveland gave them the game, but you know, you know, I'll take the gift. But yeah, I mean, look, it's been a mixed year. Um, I, I don't just, you know, a lot of people in New York don't like the Yankees and love the Mets or vice versa. I don't dislike the Yankees, but for them, you know, they clinched the AL East, but that's not good enough sometimes for the Yankees. And yet, it's been a few years since they've done that. So good for them too. Absolutely, yeah. I've always wondered about that. I mean, Mets fans are almost always uh, uh, Jets fans, and Yankees fans are almost always Giants fans. You know, the Chicago only has the one football team, but is, is there that kind of a, uh, a, a allegiance in Chicago for one reason or another, or is that just kind of unique to New York? I was just always been well, remember, I think, I think Chicago, it's side of town. 
right? Mm -hmm. But in New York, remember, it was Brooklyn, the Giants, and the Yankees. And all those, except for, you know, the Yankees were in the Bronx, you know, the the the, uh, Dodgers were in Brooklyn, and so it was very regionalized, if you will, within the city. Pride. Yeah. Well, then yeah. when the Dodgers and Giants left, there was a hole with no National League team. So, you know, it was just the Yankees. And it, I, I've never understood this, but it happened. You know, when the Mets came about, lost 120 games in their first year. But because I think the National League fan base was craving National League baseball, they outdrew the Yankees who won the World Series. That's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah that's, it's, it's foreign to me you know, being from Florida. I remember the one uh, summer I worked in New York, and, and I, I, that's where I sort of noticed the allegiance between Jets and Mets or Yankees and Giants. I don't think I've ever met a Yankees and Jets fan. Yeah, because <laughs> but, um, I think because the Mets came along later and the Jets mm-hmm. came along later, if you didn't like the Yankees or didn't like the New York Giants, well, then you went with the new the new kid in town, so to speak. There you go. All right, everybody, be safe out there. One, and people are uh, gobbling up gas. Don't try not to take more than you need. I'm, I'm, I'm not on a big soapbox, but you know, a lot of people fill up their tanks so they'll have it, but they're not going anywhere. Um, you know, with people evacuating and and uh, you know, delivery and all the people who actually try and need it. Try and try and. Uh, I don't see any reason. I just want to throw that out there. All right, all right. be safe. Order, yep. Same to you. Thank you. Richard says, Pete Alonso with the Mets, uh, Harrison Bader with the Yankees in postseason play. Who am I missing? I would have to go back and look um, to see because I would have to do that by literally looking at the teams. Uh, Cleveland doesn't have anybody. Houston doesn't have anybody. Seattle doesn't have anybody. Uh, The Braves don't have anybody. Phillies don't have anybody. The Cardinals don't, and the Dodgers don't. So I think those are the only ones. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. Because Bader obviously went from St. Louis to the Yankees. Um, But I don't think, (coughs) excuse me, there's anybody else. Could be wrong, but just at first glance, because, you know, Dunning was was pitching for Texas, um, India with the Reds, Singer with the Royals. Um, it's not very good. Oh, wait a minute. There is one. Isn't Darren O'Day? I, I think he's in that group too, I think. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. As we get down to the home stretch here, we'll have one more guest on who will talk to you about Eastern Washington, um, and then we'll go from there. Now, even though O'Day is on the injured list, um, he was with the Braves. So technically, he won't be in the playoffs, but he's on the Braves. I think those are the only ones, I think. If somebody wants to correct me, feel free, but I think it's just those. Uh, Sam emails and he's you know it's funny will uh, chris said this today and 
it, it's Will has said this today too. A couple of emails have said it. A lot of baseball today. And I think it's because of where we are in the week and the fact that Florida's, with all due respect to Eastern Washington, is not playing, you know, a marquee team. And middle of the week is you just don't quite get ready for the weekend yet. So I think that's why we're seeing this. But anyway, uh, the question is uh, about the postseason and about the Rays. Uh, the Rays have not played great baseball lately. They're below 500 away from home. Assess their chances. Well, I think they're going to make the playoffs, I think. But, you know, a lot of times, and I'm guilty of this, I'll give you an example. The Yankees are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. The, Ra- the Jays and the Rays are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. What does that mean? If they make the playoffs, they're going to be – no. Everybody starts with a clean slate. Sometimes you can go in hot and then not perform well, and sometimes you can go in kind of limping into the playoffs and all of a sudden catch fire. That's just, you know, how that happens. One more baseball question. Uh, this is Harold. Uh, he says, Steve, I'm glad you're talking baseball today. Very refreshing, even though I'm a big football guy too. He said, if you had to guess how many managers would be fired. Oh, boy. Hmm. I'll speculate, okay? Toronto fired their manager early in the year, but they're doing okay. Chicago is going to get a new manager, the White Sox. Um, Boy, the Angels, maybe? Texas, maybe? Miami's going to get a new manager because of Mattingly leaving. Washington? I mean, they've lost 101 games. You'd think they'd be a candidate. Those are the ones that kind of pop out. I don't think... I mean, you don't hear much about the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, even though they're not very good. So I would say those are the possibilities. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final guest to talk about Eastern Washington, and we'll call it a day. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know 
know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rvr.org to learn more. Thanks again. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit flhsmv.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town, made to order. They support local Florida cattle ranchers, and they still feature great milkshakes, including the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, and if you're in a hurry, you can order online for a quick pickup at DickMondell's.com. Remember, open seven days a week. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. The best burgers, shakes, and fries you'll eat at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! This Saturday on ESPN Radio, the 4-0 second-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide heads to Razorback Stadium to face number 20, Arkansas. This is a very dangerous team we're playing in Arkansas. They make a lot of explosive plays. The Tide, the Hogs. Coverage starts Saturday at 3.30 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. And our program today, learning more about Eastern Washington. Their longtime play-by-play voice, Larry Weir, now joins us. Larry, thanks for doing this. Uh, you've been doing this for a long time. Tell us uh, when you first started there and uh, how long you've been there. Steve, I've been, uh, I started in 1991 uh, broadcasting Eastern Washington University football and men's basketball. So this is my 32nd year of calling football games and uh, 
it's been a huge amount of fun. I'm from the area, Eastern Washington area, and so uh, it's been a it's been a fun run. Well, congratulations to you on that, Larry. Um, look, it, it's been a because of COVID. This game is being played when it is, and you know I don't care who the team is. You know you got to play Oregon, you got to play Florida. That's not an easy task. But the team knew this was what was in front of them, just from an attitude standpoint. Never having played an SEC game or SEC team before, will this be an exciting trip for this group to make? Absolutely. Um, you know they they love the opportunity to to compete on the big stage. Uh, occasionally, you know, you, you you get lucky as a puncher, and you and you you hit a solid, you, you land a solid punch. And so, 2016, Eastern Washington defeated Washington State. 2013, they defeated Oregon State. Um, so it has happened in Eastern's past, but I think beating a Pac-12 team, beating an SEC team, are, are two different things. So, uh, you know, it's never happened for. Uh, Eastern Washington before to be able to play a Southeastern Conference team. And, and, and so these players are, are really looking forward to the opportunity, regardless of the outcome, to see the Swamp play in Florida and uh, get a chance maybe to experience at least a little bit, we hope, of, of what the Swamp would be like on a normal Saturday. Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, for, for schools like yours, I think this is great. You know, the, the payout certainly helps the, the, the entire program. And you really have – Nothing to lose, but on the football field thus far through three games, Larry, what have you seen? Well, I think, you know, I, I think, Steve, this is quite as good an Eastern Washington team as what we've seen in the past. Um, they won a national championship at the FC, FCS level in 2010. They were runners-up in 2018. Uh, they've made several semifinal and quarterfinal appearances in the FCS playoffs. Uh, this is a solid to good team. Um, but it's not quite, I don't think, the teams that we've seen, some of the teams that we've seen in the past. So you're going to see a, a, an offense that airs it out. They uh, love to throw the ball. They will run it on occasion. They have had a long run of very good quarterbacks at Eastern. Uh, we've got a, a little bit of a different situation this year with a young man that's been in the program for six years. Great name, Gunnar Talkington. Uh, he's performed well so far this year, uh, but he has big shoes to fill. Uh, and so, uh, you know, he's he's got some weapons around him. Their offensive line is solid. Defensively, they've struggled a little bit this year. New offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. I think it's taken a little bit of time uh, to get everybody on the same page so far this year. So it's a solid team, but probably not up to some of the championship teams that Eastern has had in the past. You, know, you mentioned the, the two different coordinators, and sometimes that change takes place, and it's seamless. Uh, you know, look, you're playing a high-scoring team in Oregon, and you know we know what the result was there. Uh, do you think it's personnel? Is it getting used to the new coordinator and scheme? What do you look at when it comes to this team defensively? Yeah, I think it's a, a little bit of the, the scheme thing, and a, and a little bit of just new coordinator and. You know, new assistant coaches on that staff. They have two new defensive coaches, new defensive line coach, new cornerbacks coach. So, you know, they've got to get integrated into everything. They uh, have to get to know them. They have to get to know the players, et cetera. Coach Best has been there for a long time. What kind of a guy is he? Great guy. And, uh, you know, it's, it's cliche, but he bleeds eagle red. I mean, he went to school at Eastern. He met his wife at Eastern. He coached at Eastern as an assistant coach, as a 
uh, worked his way up the ladder to become the head coach. I think it was kind of a dream job for him. Uh, he came initially to Eastern in 1996 as a center and a long snapper, uh, worked his way from a basic walk-on player to be a full scholarship player and a, a all-big sky conference player as a center, um, started as an assistant coach as he was done with his playing career, never intended to become a head coach or even a college coach. He wanted to be his father and his mother were both high school teachers, so he wanted to go to high school and be a high school coach. But he got uh, roped in, got the bug in the colleges, and great guy, very passionate, very intense, very loyal to Eastern Washington, and uh, he's done a great job. He also had big shoes to fill with Bo Baldwin, uh, who was the head coach prior to uh, to Aaron taking over. So uh, he, he's done well at Eastern, and, and he's, a, uh, he's a loyal eagle. Um for 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 a chance to win this game, Larry, I'll ask you this in conclusion. Um, obviously, you know you, you got to get some breaks and things have to go right. But in your view, to at least hang in the game early, stay in it. What's got to go right for Eastern? Well, they they can't make any mistakes, Steve. They can't turn the ball over. They've got to be able to move the ball um, and, and and find ways to to get first downs. That really hurt them against Oregon. They struggled at the start. Getting first down was even a problem uh, against the Ducks. So they've got to be able to move the ball. They've got to find a way to take it away a time or two. Uh, and then, you know, no penalties that are going to, to, to set drives back. Uh, you know, that's the, the turnover piece is what killed Eastern last week against Montana State. They turned it over the last two times with the ball once at their own 20, and that allowed Montana State to score the game-winning touchdown. So penalties, turnovers, uh, and then just taking advantage of, of whatever you can find uh, that's open in the Florida defense and, and hope for the best. I mean, this <laughs> trying to contain Richardson is going to be a major problem for Eastern Washington. It's a major problem for SEC schools. Yes, so, no question. Uh, it's going to be, you know, maybe maybe he could come down with a little case of the sniffles or something before <laughs> the game. That might help out, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, well... Uh, Larry, it's a, a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for taking the time to do it. Safe journey here, and uh, we'll see what happens on Sunday, and hopefully this weather clears out. We have a nice day for you when you get here. Thanks for your time. My pleasure, Steve. You guys stay safe there. We're thinking about you in Florida. Appreciate that, Larry. Thank you. Larry Weir, play-by-play voice of uh, Eastern Washington. Been there a long time. See, you know, when, when Mick was here, you know, for as long as he was, uh, Otis Boggs here, for as long as he was, uh, I'm sure he's endeared to the Eastern fan base there. And they, you know, Cooper Cup is an alum there. They've had some NFL guys uh, on their roster, but it just hasn't been, I mean, they've been okay, but it hasn't been quite the the glory day years of their teams they had there uh, recently, and again, every game's different. We've seen that with Florida, but they gave up seventy to Oregon. That that we'll see what happens here. All right, we'll get uh, some emails here. If you want to get a quick uh, call in, you can. Let's see. John says. Uh, Tell everyone to check their homes and see if it's in a floodplain. Okay. I guess I got to check mine. No, I hope it isn't. Also, um, 
we will have um, two more emails here. Austin says, Steve, I get it. Uh, it's kind of an odd time and an odd week. I hope, though, that Gator fans won't take this game for granted and the players won't. It's still a game you have to go out and win, and you're getting ready to play an SEC team on homecoming. So I hope fans and players are sharp. Yeah, I, I get that. I think uh, that would be the sentiment of one Billy Napier, I would think. Um, so we'll see if it is. All right, let's uh, do a final thing here and let you know this about what we are going to do. Folks, obviously, if you've lived here, you understand what this weather is. We've been through this before. But should our weather get worse? Should there merit where we need to change our programming? We will. If it gets worse for some reason, we will go wall-to-wall weather coverage. If not, we will continue to bring you our sports coverage. That means tonight, Rays and the Guardians will have it at 6. Now remember, tomorrow it's the Dolphins and the Bengals, but what's going to happen with the storm? But we're scheduled to have that at 7.30. Friday, the Rays are playing a team they have trouble with, the Astros. That'll be at 7.30. And the Rays end the regular season, by the way, on the road. Saturday, college football for you. Michigan, Iowa at 11.30. Then we'll have Bama and Arkansas at 3.45. Our Gator coverage Sunday begins 8 a.m. with the first and 10 pregame show. So that is what we have uh, lined up for you. And then Sunday, assuming, again, weather, Bucks and Chiefs, and that'll be a night game. And the Monday night game will be a left coast battle, Rams and the 49ers. So we thank you for listening to us. We thank you for tuning in for sports as we always try to bring you the best in sports coverage and play-by-play. But should the weather turn worse, we will give you uh, every uh, weather forecast and every weather information we can. Our thanks today to Megan Borowski from our UF Weather Center giving you the latest on this hurricane, and Dan Thompson and Larry Weir coming on here and talking about Eastern Washington University. Thanks to Will for producing the show today. Thanks to you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, please be safe. Please make sure everything is good around you, and let's get through this storm together as we have many times before and hope that Mother Nature will not be too bad for us. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Again, no sports scene tomorrow and no sports scene on Friday. We'll see you again on Gator Football Coverage. So long, everybody.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. College football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. You'll be tuning into ESPN. You will arrive at backward, bizarro land world. Chuck Oliver Show on a Wednesday. How are y'all? I hope wherever you're listening along the the Chuck Oliver Show Network. I appreciate you listening. I mean that. I hope you're having a glorious day. Uh, It is a Wednesday, and which means we're just uh, actually, I mean, the the college football schedule as shifting sand as it is, and I mean literally like it's changing by the hour. uh, Games get moved around based on weather. Uh, Saturday, I think it's 11 a.m. in Oxford. It is because it's the early game somehow. But this Saturday, early game in Oxford. You will find the Kentucky Wildcats, and they will wear blue and white. And they will take on Ole Miss, and I'm going to assign them different colors, okay, just to make the contrast here. They will wear red and gray. They've got all kinds of – you know what the – one of the best-looking com- color combinations in all of football is the powder blue with the powder blue helmets, if that's even the right color. And then the script Ole Miss down the helmet. Folks, I say it all the time. Checkers, not chess. Roll with it. The baseball team at Ole Miss? You seen those unis? My good, It matters. It matters. I have labeled Deion Sanders the greatest NFL, just NFL player ever. Deion, his, Dan, people know this about Deion, right? His uniform quote. The, look, look good, play good. Yeah, he says, look good, feel good. Feel good, play good. Play good, pay good. That's Dion. He's like, the better you look, the better you feel. You're going to produce, you're going to get paid. So look the best you can. So I'm going to assign Kentucky wearing blue and white and Ole Miss wearing like red and gray, just because I need the contrast. When I say we are dealing with backwards, bizarro land sort of world, uh, what I am referring to is if you have watched the first month of the season, what you have seen from one of my favorite people in college football, and, he, you know, I say, now he's not perfect. He's getting less not perfect. Lane Kiffin is just, he's one of my favorite people to have in college football. Now, there are different reasons that I would put different people on that list. Ron Zook is on that list. We're better when Ron Zook is in college football. Where is Ron right now? He's coaching. He was coaching special team for the Packers, but... He got another job, and I thought he was back in college. I, I am going to – because I really like Ron Zook. But that's for different reasons. Lane, I used to love having Lane around for different reasons as well. Wasn't it Lane that was the subject of the question when – what was the phrase that – I'm going to use a swear word, and I usually don't. Nick Saban corrected the question to ass-chewing. What, how did the reporter phrase it? Did a disagreement or a conversation? That was Lane Kiffin. Wasn't it? The reporter was asking about what happened on the sidelines. He's like, that wasn't a conversation. That's an ass-chewing. Yeah, he asked Nick Saban, and, and Saban said, no, that was neither of those. That was exactly what you said. Yeah, so that was Lane Kiffin. That was one of the reasons it was good to have Lane around, and we we all did it. I was guilty. 
We were waiting for the non-real football reason. When Lane was, I don't know, I was there that day. I didn't see it happen. Do y'all remember the story about how Lane moved on from the Alabama team? Wasn't he late for the bus, leaving the game, and then he went on a tour of homes, like on video with a realtor down at FAU? And Nick Saban, according to the story at the time, remember, was, why don't you just go ahead and get on? So I love having Lane around. But what Lane is doing right now in Oxford, it's not new to him, and it doesn't surprise me, but it will some people who think this is Matt Corral bombs away. That's what he does. Lane Kiffin will do. He opens the cabinet and says, what do we got? All right, this is what we're – Lane Kiffin is a restaurant with that little chalkboard outside that says, today, here's the menu. And it's great. When I say backward bizarro land, that's what you're going to get. You may think that this game – if it was Kentucky Ole Miss last year, two years ago, when you would think, all right, well, that's going to be Rock'em Sock'em Robots from Lexington – against shotgun four wide let's let's unwind it man let's take the top off Ole Miss folks that's that's what the other does now did you hear Mark Stoops post game after they beat Northern Illinois someone asked him about where's the run game because Cavassier Smoke has been okay he was really okay the other day like he was was his best game but uh he's been okay and they're waiting to get you know Rodriguez back and all but Mark Stoops was asked post game why are you throwing the ball so much, base? Or why haven't you run the ball more effectively? He said, you need to be who you are. Right now, we have a really good quarterback and a lot of really good receivers on the perimeter. And boy, do he. Ole Miss, what are they doing? Ole Miss is lining it up, and they're going to run the ball, and they're going to run the ball, and they're going to run the ball some more. Now, they have played some beatable opponents, but they also had to, you know, they had to strap it up a little bit in total. They run the ball twice as much as they've thrown it, and I don't think it's necessarily just because of the schedule. Um, this is who they are right now, and I think this is who they're going to be, especially Saturday. So if the game profile, Kentucky's an Ole Miss, what are we going to see? Well, contrast in styles. We're going to see one team come in and be all uh, rough and tumble. We're going to see another team come in and fling it around the yard. Folks, it will look like they swapped uniforms how upside down this game approach will be. So if you tune in and you get a little bit surprised, you really shouldn't be. Not with what Kentucky has done so far. Now, again, there's a reason maybe you hadn't watched them outside of the Florida game, and you know what Florida turns that into, what what that game down in Gainesville turned into, a little bit of attrition and turnovers and short fields and everything else. So even that night, Will Levis, he had his most pedestrian night of the the season. And we probably didn't watch, and I say we, (laughs) we probably – Probably didn't watch Miami, Youngstown State, Northern Illinois. We're all going to watch Ole Miss, folks. This is what Kentucky is. They are shotgun track team. Shotgun track team. That is what they are right now when Mark Stoops has acknowledged it. Ole Miss, you may see four, five, six people carry the ball by design, including the third team running back who's got more touchdowns than anybody. Uh, It's going to be a tremendous game. Looking forward to it. But, again, just don't get thrown. When you tune in and you go, did uh, did Ole Miss walk into the wrong uh, locker room pregame? And Kentucky just went up? No, that's really what their styles are this year. 
We tried Dynavite nutritional supplement, and after a couple of weeks, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and there was a lot less scratching and shedding. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We baked and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first $100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-281-7048-800-281-7048-800-281-7048. That's 800-281-7048. When you shop O'Reilly Auto Parts, you'll get the parts you need when you need them. Order online at O'ReillyAuto.com and choose same-day curbside, same-day pickup, or same-day delivery powered by DoorDash. Now available at participating stores near you. Trust the professional parts people to get you the parts you need today. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.